0: To another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. And the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Let's start the show off with this. You want to know why I'm dumb? Because yesterday we were talking and I was like, I'm kind of done with tailgating. Blah, blah, blah. As we inch closer and closer to football season, I'm reading this ad today. And in my brain, think, God, it'd be nice to go out and tailgate again. (laughs) Can't wait for that to happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've got to call myself out though, because I've been saying like the last couple of weeks, I hate when people contradict themselves and I might be one of the, no, I'm not. I'm pretty good. But in this situation, I'm going to call myself out <laughs> hand up. I said like, ah, oh, Don tailgating, blah, blah, blah. Didn't even go to the bills game last year. Now I'm just getting that itch. I don't know if it's because it's so hot outside or what the deal is. And I've seen a lot of memes going around about like just being ready for fall. And let me tell you, that's that's me.
1: Uh, I did see a meme earlier today where it was, it was a girl. She was like, "Are you ready for fall and like Halloween ses, uh, season?" They were just like, "Absolutely, I love spooky season." I was like, "Well, you had me until the spooky part, but like the change in weather, the leaves changing colors, they're falling on the ground, the cooler weather in the morning where you're like, you know, it's a little chilly. I'm gonna wear a light jacket, maybe a hoodie, but it's still nice enough to wear some shorts. And then as we get into the middle of the day, you take off the jacket or hoodie, and you're just rocking." Favorite time of the year.
0: I've seen, like, I'm starting to get, like, um, targeted ads for, like, fall clothing. Send yeah. those my way because I don't have fall clothes. Well, I can't because I'm going to buy them. <laughs> we well, can't be out there dressing them. the same.
1: We already do anyways. You put them in both that. of, like, well, why are you wearing that? Look stupid. Wear what we wear. And then I do, and everyone's like, wow, you guys all dress alike. Well, it's because I get roasted if I don't dress like them.
0: In my defense, I don't think I've ever been like wear what we wear
1: oh it's never been wear what we wear but it's like get this get that do I and i look at you and it's you like plaid shirt yes. just nice short or uh shoes and then jeans it's
0: pretty tough so your problem it. is that you'll stretch that all the way into april <laughs> of wearing like flannels
1: <laughs> uh, it's a nice shirt i didn't know there's only a flannel season yeah there's a
0: season there's a flannel
1: season
0: yeah the I, you know I also, maybe this is just weird for me, I think there's a difference between flannels that you wear in the fall and flannels that you wear in the winter. Fall has like a a color scheme.
1: Oh, yeah. Winter's more like the material aspect of it,
0: right? No, it's color.
1: You're going strictly off color for both seasons? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Winter's more solid. Fall, you get a little crazy with it?
0: No, like browns, orange, reds fall colors
1: yeah i mean i clearly know my fashion like just off of that right there <laughs> i'm saying winter just oh, it's a little bit thicker flannels no now
0: no. <laughs> right jackets yes Mm-hmm. there's a big difference there you can't be walking around wearing a winter coat in the fall <laughs> <laughs> man it's freaking hot out here <laughs> yeah. hey but it's almost uh hoodie season <laughs> You're damn right it is, my guy. I don't know why you're asking me, like, hey, it's in those links my way. You're going to wear a hoodie every day. You are the hoodie guy.
1: (laughs) I started wearing hoodies a lot right there in winter. Of what year? This year, I really went back (laughs) to the hoodies. Because last year before, I was wearing, like, uh, the quarter zips. And I was like, man, I kind of want some more hoodies. And then I bought, like, four. And then... Like, my mom got – I got a couple for Christmas and stuff, and it was just like, well, now I'm just overloaded on hoodies. Here we go. And then I also – I like to work out in hoodies, not in the summer because, good God, that's super hot. But, like, in the fall and the winter and stuff or, like, when
0: it's just colder days, like, I like just wearing a hoodie as I work out. I'm just – I'm getting excited about it. And I I feel like it's everybody. I go to, like, the grocery store, and I see stuff that's already kind of up for, like, oh, we're prepping for fall stuff. I'm getting the targeted ads for clothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, getting that itch for football, and now it's like, hey, I'd be down to tailgate. <laughs> now, however, catch me in October for the tailgates.
1: Yeah, what, we tailgated early last year for the opening weekend of the Chiefs games, and it was hot, the game against the Browns.
0: It like Remembering back to that, I think it was like 90 degrees outside. Yeah. It's 15 degrees hotter than it was then dude you and i go into a music festival on friday same regular schedule yeah no no adjustments there but going to a music festival friday and saturday it's going to be as hot as hell literally it's gonna my be friends have been and there. it's supposed to it like
1: there's the chance of rain which is exciting uh-huh. but then it's gonna be humid yeah and it's like who sweating even more baby
0: right um also like to send a shout out uh welcome to our guy, Brett, first time listening live, usually listens at one and a half speed, and didn't realize how much that sped us up, but welcome. We appreciate you getting involved with the chat, and also, Brooks put this in there. My wife just sent me a shirt she wants me to get for this fall. It says, MILF. Man, I love fall. I'm about it.
1: That's a good shirt. Send, Send that, that our way. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last year, uh That we might be a little about, double
1: whammy for me, you know what I mean?
0: It might have been, I think it might have been two years ago we were talking about fall, and uh, one of our listeners made us shirts because I said I wanted one that said like "Happy Fall, y'all." Yeah, it made us shirts. I still have it. I lost it for a while, and then I refound it. Found it. I'm I'm not above wearing a shirt around that says "Man, I love fall." <laughs> I'm usually not ironic, funny shirt guy, but I am like, I like fall shirts. is yeah, Speaking of
1: shirts. Go to Twitter right now and look at our DMs of what Brooks just sent us and tell me what the fuck Aaron Rodgers is doing. <laughs> this
0: man is wearing, I, I mean, what is so, he? I saw it in the chat, too. Oh, my gosh. Bryce put it in here. Anyone else think Aaron Rodgers uh showing up for training camp? Has Nick Cage from Con Air? That is 100% it. He has yeah. a... I don't know if it's offensive, but it's just what the shirt is. Called. It's a wife beater. Yes, that's what I was going to say. From old cop episodes, like it. it's a, it's that like an A top or A shirt, white tank top, with the long hair. Now, I will say, looks like he's in pretty good shape.
1: Yeah, he's pulling it off, out of boy Aaron. But like,
0: <laughs> but bruh. this is very much Con Air, Nick Cage from Con Air. Like it, it looks like he just got off of a plane full of felons <laughs> because he beat up a guy in the parking lot. I, I don't know. I guess if. It, if you pull it off, do it. But its you know, I wouldn't even say that necessarily he's pulling it off.
1: He throws his bag down, too, at one point. He walks around the car, whatever vehicle it is, with the bag, runs his, runs his hand through his hair, keeps going, tosses the bag down. This has they, to be like he lost a bet or something.
0: This is from the official Packers yes. account, too, that's tweeting it out if you want to see the pictures and video. Um, as well, hey, I just want to say it. I've been on the I don't like Aaron Rodgers train for a very long time. And <laughs> I've is, never come off of it, so um, this is just hilarious. to all new members, welcome. <laughs> I've been here for a minute. This has got to be like a prank or
1: something. Like he lo- he lost a bet, or it's, it's like, like this is the punishment.
0: Like yeah, like trying to be funny. Like hey, bet you won't show up to training camp. Yeah, like this, and he's like, hold my back. Yes, I will. <laughs> if that is the case, that's funny. He, but he's not really like a. I'm going to show my humor in the public eye, kind of guy. <laughs> but maybe it's. Oh my god. Maybe it's a locker room thing. Maybe everybody loves it now. Maybe. Uh, maybe people are going to respond positively to this. And if that's <laughs> the case. <laughs> that's the case. Whatever. I, it is an interesting look, though. Um, but Aaron Rodgers reporting camp. Everybody reporting to camp now we were getting those adam Schefter tweets there for a couple of days in a row of like hey this team reports to camp blah 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 this and that um i will say just to compare the green bay packers quarterback versus the kansas city chiefs quarterback we didn't talk about this the other day but the jersey that mahomes showed up to showed up to camp in the casey monarchs jersey is absolutely fantastic and yeah. i want one really bad just look up a Casey Monarch shirt. Oh, I know they're, they're out sell? there. I'm sure they oh. are, but I'm just mentioning it now on the pod. I put it on my Instagram story a couple of days ago, but they, that's a fantastic jersey. I wish the Royals would wear that more often. Yeah, um,
1: I saw you tweet too about the Cincinnati Bengals and their tweet. It was like this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I wasted three minutes of my life. What was it? Because I don't want to watch it. If it's a waste don't, of time,
0: don't watch it. Honestly, I, this isn't even me being like ironic or funny. Um, They kind of teased out that, like, they're revealing their new white on white, like the helmets and um, jersey. And so I watched the three minutes of it. And it's this stupid, like, telling of a story about these little tiger cubs and not being able to wear an orange crown. A waste of three minutes. Don't watch it. It's, It's stupid. Don't do it. I like the helmets. The I little. just
1: feel bad for the person that had to make this and this is the response it's getting.
0: Is it yeah, I don't know if it's is it getting a bad response from everyone else? It should be. <sighs> yeah, I just I don't. Oh, there, everyone's
1: just like okay, hurry up and sell the jersey, yada yada yada. And then,
0: <sighs> Exactly. Like why am I watching this 3-minute story? It's like 2 minutes and 30 seconds. I just want to see a picture. Of the combination, and they
1: don't even sell. They don't show the jersey at all in there, no, do they?
0: They don't. Or if they did, I was too frustrated there at the end. Oh, to,
1: yeah, to see it. They just do one of those where it shows them like running on the orange jersey, and then it like transitions
0: into the white one. It's like uh, announcing the announcement thing. Like, I don't need a two-minute, thirty-second video telling me what you've already told me. Show me the damn picture. That's what I want. We live in a different society now. We want things quickly. I don't. I don't want to watch. Two and a half minutes. So if you haven't seen it yet, don't. It's not worth your time. Don't watch it. Let's do start talking about this, though. Uh, Interesting bit of news that happened yesterday with Kyler Murray. He signed his massive extension. He got his guaranteed money, second highest paid quarterback in the league, all that stuff. Uh, But yesterday, I think it was NFL Network, maybe even Ian Rappaport kind of revealed some of the terminology in in the, the contract is a little bit weird. Uh, It says that Kyler Murray has to spend at least four hours a week preparing independently for each uh, game. Yep. I have never seen anything like that in a contract before.
1: So that's what I was wondering. It's like, is this something that's usually in there and we just never see it and it was noticed this time with Kyler Murray? Or was it something that was made known and discussed of like, hey, you're studying for
0: at least four hours. Like, right. this week per opponent. And I did see some people saying, like, this is something that was already being done, but they just want to make sure that he's doing it. And I'm, I'm Kyler Murray biased. I am not a fan of his. So this is interesting to me because nobody else is doing that. No no other quarterbacks getting that kind of mm-hmm. treatment to where it's like, hey, you have to spend this amount of time independently studying outside of The meetings outside of our our team meetings, your position meetings, you have to spend four hours independently studying film. Or they didn't even necessarily say film. It's just like they're going to, and another thing, they're going to track it. Mm -hmm. The Cardinals are tracking how much time he spends. So they're going to give him like an iPad with like the playbook or game film to break down, stuff like that. And they're going to track and make sure he's actually doing it. That's another part that's like, there's some trust issues. Yeah, if you're going being watched like that, you like that's it. Like
1: that's <laughs> that's your red flag. Like that's yeah. where it's not good. Like I just I don't understand if the Cardinals and even them coming out and saying I believe it was Ian Rappaport that kind of tweeted for them in a sense of like you know they just want to make sure if we're going to spend this type of money that the right amount of work is pretty much being put in. Just kind of sum it up. That was what was said. Why pay him that much money if you're thinking he's not studying? If he's not putting in the work or putting in the effort? Right. To help your organization be good,
0: and uh, Brett put it in the the chat too. Paxton Lynch used to study on Xbox all the time, mm-hmm. which is something that you can do. Like you, you yeah. watch a lot of things through your yeah. PlayStation.
1: I've I've seen uh, Luke Keekley does the same thing. Mm-hmm. When they, yeah, would show. I, I, think I believe that, it was the All or Nothing. It was like Luke Keekley would be in there, right? Just like on his Xbox, just going back mm-hmm. and forth.
0: But I think with the iPad thing, it's uh, it's a little bit different. And I'm sure that Kyler Murray has probably been like, yeah, I'm you know I'm doing it through my PS5 or whatever. But now it's a little bit different because they want to actually monitor and make sure that he's, he's watching those, you know, the game tape or whatever it is that they're doing. And even yesterday trying to figure out, like, who leaked this? Was it the Cardinals that leaked it? Or was it Kyler Murray being like, hey, look, this is bullshit. Like, I shouldn't have to do this. But, you know, um, one of my, like, morning rituals is that I come in in the office every day. I'm here at 8.00. And i make sure that i'm watching dan patrick i love that show so that's what i do from eight to ten and even dan patrick talking about you know some of the stuff with kyler murray where he's come out and said before of like i don't feel like i need to watch a lot of game film because i can see things naturally on the field and i'm ready that way so i'm not in there you know breaking down film 24 hours a day it's like that's kind of a, a little bit of a red flag and with kyler murray let me give him a backhanded compliment here He's always been incredibly athletic to where he can get by on that athleticism alone. And I think even in the NFL, he's still athletic enough to where he's able to get by on just that athletic ability. I think this is the Cardinals saying, like, we want you to take that next step. Make sure you're studying four hours a week. Uh Now, how they're going to track that, I don't know. Is Kyler Murray showing up on Thursday morning being like, it's time for your test? You were supposed to be studying for four hours? Here's 10 questions. Make sure you did the work. Yep. Or like people put in the chat, like the Jamarcus Russell stuff. There's been (laughs) a lot of stuff over the years that has kind of come out about young players and draft picks as well of like, um, I think it was sealed tapes with Michael Vick, where they were giving him tapes and there was like a sealed envelope or something on there. And he was returning them and the seal was never broken. Yep. There's the uh, Jamarcus Russell blank tapes sending him blank tapes and be like, hey, make sure you watch these. And he never commented on like, hey, by the way, these are blank. Yeah. And then uh, it was a draft day, the movie draft day. It was like, a, we taped $100 to the back of the playbook, and he never mentioned it. Uh, which might have sound, sounded kind of weird in the movie. That's a real thing that people do. Yeah. And so I, I don't know what you're doing with Kyler Murray. you taping a $100 bill to the back of the iPad, make sure it's turned on? Are you like... Are you actually monitoring what he's looking at on the screen? Because that is definitely something you could do.
1: I'm sure they have. They're going to have some type of software where it's like every time he logs into the team playbook or whatnot, it's like, okay, here's the amount of time you spend. Now I wonder if there's like a, going to be like a leaderboard thing for everyone on the team to see it. It's like, hey, uh, how much time is Colt McCoy spending watching film? Colt McCoy spent seven hours watching film yeah. by himself this week.
0: I doubt it at the NFL level. Yeah, like at the college. But I mean, level, at, you at could this point, though,
1: like if. Maybe they are because they do do the playbooks all through like iPads now. You know what I mean? They don't have the binders full of stuff. It's all just right there on that iPad that they give them. And if you get released, it's like bring your iPad in or your tablet or whatever it is. But I still, man, I just think this is such a bad, it's an embarrassing look for both parties. Like it looks really bad on Kyler Murray. It makes him look even lazier than what some people have maybe viewed him or his leadership style that we've heard come out of the locker room in February. Or it was like, yeah, we just don't like the way that he leads. You know, he kind of deflects blame and stuff. Well, you know, it's got to be kind of easier to deflect blame when you're not doing any work yourself outside of the team meetings and stuff. Where you just show up and it's like, well, you didn't run this. You know what I mean? You didn't run this type of route. And it's like, well, actually, if you watch the film, you know that's a tendency that DB has is to bite on that kind of route. Maybe we should have just had an audible in place. Mix it up, Kyle. Why don't you be more prepared?
0: Or like, yeah, when the defense is in this look, Mm -hmm. this is the audible. Things yep. as simple as that. But again, I've never seen this before in a, a playbook or a, in a contract. Maybe it's something to where I don't I don't even think it's gonna catch on. I was gonna say like maybe this is something where we start to see it in future contracts. I just don't think so. I can't imagine going to something like a Joe Burrow and being like, Hey, by the way, you know you gotta put in your extra four hours. We just gave you $160 million guaranteed. We're going to need you to do that.
1: You think the Cardinals are already looking at this like, ah, oh, did we make the wrong decision? Like, did he sign this contract and you're like, awesome, we got our guy. This is our guy of the future. Is it like, oh, I really hope this works out because that's a lot of money.
0: It, it feels a little weird, just to be honest. To the, they're like putting this language in the contract, which he can lose money if he doesn't do this. It, yeah. it can actually say, like, you defaulted on the contract terms. And I guess they still have to pay that guaranteed money, no, if, he that doesn't, the rest if he doesn't
1: it. do the four hours of independent study that voids that. He mm-hmm. didn't listen to the
0: terms of the contract. Yeah, which again, like how are you gonna, how are you going to track it? I, I would guess that they're going to monitor that iPad and like maybe even set a, a time, be like, all right, here's you know one hour a day, make sure you're on it. Make sure you're doing what you're supposed to.
1: <laughs> What's going to be crazy is if he just balls out this next year, and is like, "See? You study four extra hours a week. This is what can right. happen. You're an MVP.
0: Yeah, it could happen <laughs> with Cliff Kingsbury. Who knows? You just put
1: in that little bit of extra work.
0: It's just that little bit extra.
1: Yeah. You know what separates you from being ordinary and extraordinary? Just a little extra.
0: Uh huh. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Kyler Murray. I I guess I kind of like to see him have a good year, but at the same time, I just I've never really rooted for him. I mean, it probably goes back to the. He went to Texas A&M, then he transferred to Oklahoma. Those are the two schools I hate the most. <laughs> but even like, I've liked guys that come out of those schools. Yeah. Then him doing, I think it was probably the Dan Patrick interview through the draft process, where he just sat there and like didn't talk. It's like this. No offense to Kyler Murray, I think he's just not smart. <laughs>
1: Well that and then you hear too that like oh he doesn't want to listen to like the trainers from the Cardinals. He would rather listen to what his dad has to say on how to Uh deal with stuff and it's like that's not a good look either. It just feels like it's always been one thing after another with Kyler. And it's never like we've never just heard just his praise be sung by everybody with you know, that everyone that surrounds him and is around him and everybody on the team. Mm -hmm. there's always at least a couple people that's like,
0: oh yeah, we're not really sure. Yeah. And Jesse asked a question too. Can he not just hit play and and walk away? Or you've seen, you know, uh, through the pandemic era, a lot of people working from home and it's like, I attach my mouse to a fan and it's oscillating. And now it looks like I'm doing work all day when really I'm not. Yeah. I would assume that the Cardinals are going to be monitoring this pretty closely to where it's like, okay, we can see his screen. We can see like, uh, um, somebody put in here we can see what he's clicking on what he's mm-hmm. doing or have him on like a facetime or something like i don't know i but there i mean hell rob gronkowski just a couple of years ago they're like hey we need a video of you working out every day yes. <laughs> he was like cool i'm gonna work out one day but i'm gonna change my shirt throughout the process Yeah, <laughs> like so there are ways around it like
1: <laughs> and like that's one that's like it's almost genius but it's so stupid at the same time for gronk was like you put in four times the amount of work today so you just would be done the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Like you almost praise it, but it's like, hey man, like, <laughs> right? You ran you ran sixty five sprints today. We well, only had to run ten.
0: Like, take it easy, guy. Yeah, with him, I bet it was different though. It was like a, I run two sprints with a red shirt on. I run two sprints with blue shirt on. <laughs> And I'm saying I did like my ten sprints or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and he's—I don't think he was putting in that extra work all in in one day. It is kind of weird and maybe a little bit unfair that for Gronk it's like, oh, look at him—he's lazy, he's not doing the work. It's funny for Kyler Murray—it's like, look at him—he's lazy, no work ethic, doesn't want to put in the work, mm-hmm. void his contract. It's there definitely position difference there too, though, versus a tight end. Versus a quarterback. Yeah, and the amount of money too that's being spent. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with that I I expect this to be probably nothing. I don't think anything's gonna come of it.
1: I mean, I hope not, because if it does, that that's an even worse look for both of them.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. And again, like I don't I don't even really know who would who would leak this. I think this might have just been like this is just actual good reporting. <laughs> and people just figuring out and finding it. Somehow. Uh, Again, I think it was Ian Rappaport Mm -hmm. who got a hold of it and was like, look, here's this part of the contract. That's kind of weird. And it is. I'll tell you what's not weird, though, and that's Roper Kia. You should go check out them. Look at their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mic'd Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Again, that's Roper Kia right here in Joplin, Missouri.
1: Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week, and one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you visit their website, so be sure to do so at Gunspot.com.
0: And speaking of those Packers uh, this morning, Aaron Rodgers showing up to camp in his little cute little tank top, which I... I'm not an Aaron Rodgers supporter either. I think Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers are probably the two quarterbacks in the NFL I hate the most.
1: Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray. Let's back that up. Okay. Baker Mayfield. Thank you. I was like, (laughs) hey, man. He's uh, the outlier. I'm going to repeat those names and let you think just a little bit longer on that.
0: (laughs) I'm kind of coming around on old Baker Mayfield.
1: I've heel-turned on the fact of everyone's kind of given up on him, and it was like, you know, Uh he played really hard last year for you guys. Through a lot of injuries and a lot of other bullshit, and I'm and kind of anti-Browns. Just, and you just kind of shat on him and said, "Fuck it, we're done with you. We'll yep. take this piece of shit, Deshaun
0: Watson." So, subject to change, I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray above Baker Mayfield on my hate list. Look at that hashtag, hashtag because, from Mello. Uh, I I kind of am rooting for him to have a big season this year, just so the Browns front office has to suck it. Uh, get nothing against the Browns fan base. Like we're kind of all going through the same thing together. I'm not like rooting against your team, but th- they didn't handle that situation greatly. And you signed you signed Deshaun Watson, so I've kinda, I'm kind of I'm anti Deshaun Watson. Yep. As well, and then maybe he should be at the top of the list. Um, and if there is ever any any little bit of proof this stuff happened which i actually believe in he's obviously at the top like you're you're an actual shitty human being aaron rogers just weird um actually,
1: that's what i was gonna ask you like, what is it that you hate so much about aaron
0: Rodgers? Is, is all of him.
1: we've kind of talked about it a little bit before but like just so it's just all it's just aaron rogers and- i'm i, don't I don't clearly was on I'd mute like there my bad why do you not like aaron rogers what's the deal about him that you don't like I realized I was echoing because I'd had my mic on mute so I could yawn, and I oh. think I missed the button and still yawned into the microphone <laughs> and then muted when I went to start talking again.
0: Uh, you you're have to look. your ass kicked by those yawns. Yeah. Have I, you tried sleeping?
1: I tried. Yeah, I've tried real hard. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Uh, so for Aaron Rodgers, like, what is it about Aaron Rodgers that I don't like? Let's mm-hmm. start at the top. His hair. <laughs> it's that simple. It's I'm that petty of a person. Uh, his his hair, is stupid, cut it. I, I don't like it. Uh, probably even the beard, too, is probably not good, but that's whatever. And his just arrogant demeanor about him. Like, even the, the vaccine stuff, I'm sure that there are listeners who are like, oh, you just hit him because you didn't get the shot. Nope, don't care. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite players in baseball right now is MJ Melendez, and he didn't get the vaccine either. He missed games for the Royals, but I'm like, yeah, your body, your choice, whatever. Yeah. Go out and crush dingers? I don't care. So for Aaron Rodgers, it was just that arrogant demeanor of like, oh, I'm, what did he say? I'm immunized. Yep. Like that trying to pull the shade over the media's eye, that trying to be smarter than everyone. I just don't like him at all. And I don't think that I have since probably he won his first MVP. Back to the Brett Favre era days, I was like, yeah, let's give this guy a chance. Like Green Bay fans hated him. Hated him. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're, we're getting rid of far for this guy? Uh, yeah, you did. And so even then, it was kind of like, I'll root for this dude. I didn't mind him coming out of college. But it's, it's that arrogant demeanor and attitude that he has about him. And uh, a lot of people think he's like the greatest quarterback ever. And it's just, no. You don't think so? No. Well, no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> All right. Aaron Rodgers better than Tom Brady?
1: In terms of like just being a quarterback and like throwing the ball and his athleticism,
0: and uh, everything so like that. just in terms yeah. of not everything that happens on the field. Just in terms of everything that you do in shorts without shoulder pads on, without an actual defense out there. Yeah, that's the thing with Aaron Rodgers. Does he have a very talented arm? Mm-hmm. That's great. That's like giving you know somebody credit for being tall. It's like that stuff doesn't matter. Like you see these recruits all the time, it's like, oh, he's six foot seven, he's three hundred and fifty pounds, he's a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't care. If you're six foot two, three hundred pounds, and you can still move that defensive lineman, that's what counts. That's what matters. Yeah. Not the he can throw the ball eighty yards, he's fast, he can throw from all these arm angles. It doesn't matter. Can yeah. you get the ball where it needs to be every time? Can you win games? Can you win Super Bowls? And he's only done that one time. He's the great. Super Bowl.
1: Everything else he's done fantastic. He's a
0: first too. ballot Hall of yeah. Famer. He is. He, he shouldn't be in the discussion of greatest quarterback of all time.
1: If you want another Super Bowl, would you? Would you nope. put him up there? No. Still no. Okay.
0: It's uh, it's not even. So debatable. it doesn't
1: change your mind then. Super Bowls. Okay. Uh,
0: unless you just come out and like reveal that Tom Brady is an actual robot and he doesn't count for anything, then you can start to have a conversation about who's the greatest quarterback. Yeah. Until then, it's Tom Brady. I'm not ruling it out, especially with that news coming out of Russia about these robots. <laughs> Maybe Tom Brady is a robot. Maybe he's been on like steroids his entire career.
1: I saw a picture of Tom Brady and Desmond Ritter like, side-by-side yesterday, and it was like, the guy on the right is 22 years older than the guy on the left. And you sit there and you look at the picture, and you're like, the guy on the left's older. Like Desmond Ritter looks so much older than Tom Brady in the side-by-side picture. Mm-hmm. kind of creeped me out a little bit, and he's like, whoa. Yeah. That's a 45-year-old, 23-year-old right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the Packers, uh, we got on this rant. Sorry, uh, Packers fans, I don't have anything against you either. I just don't <laughs> like your quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't think that I ever will. Even like the Jeopardy stuff. And um, like a couple years ago, and even going into last offseason, it was like Aaron Rodgers will never do this to the Packers, like Favre did. Boy, it was looking he that got way. He has one offseason under his belt. He does it one more time, and he's right there with Favre. Yeah. Yeah, it was looking close. Yeah. I don't, and was it? It's hard for me to remember because Favre was so long ago. Obviously, because Rodgers has been playing forever. But even with Favre, it was like, oh, I don't know. I might retire, might retire. But you kind of knew like he wasn't going to. Like He's, yeah. he's going to report to camp when it's mandatory. With Rodgers, it kind of felt like he held the team hostage. Of like, I have to get a new contract. Uh, yeah. I might hold out. I might retire. I might go do Jeopardy. I, was,
1: I wasn't I was paying attention to the football, and I was also just like in middle school and I was going on with Brett Favre. So I don't really remember much of that, just to be completely honest with you. But even everything with Aaron Rodgers, it just felt like, like you said, hostage. But it also felt like he came off as like he knew more. And like, knew what was better for the team and organization than the front yeah. office
0: did. Even going back to that playoff game of like um, talking shit on your head coach, like, oh, we kicked a field goal in this situation, or really just passing the blame to other people. Yeah. Or even the, I'll tell you, here's another one that's big for me the complaints about, oh, I've never had a first round receiver. Uh, you had Devontae Adams. I don't care when he was drafted, he's been the best receiver in the game for the past probably three years. Yeah.
1: And I still feel like that was one of those comments that just got taken like out of context. Because, And that's one thing with Aaron Rodgers, too, is if he can say something and then people just immediately run away with it. And he's like – and the reason I say this confidently is because I've listened to so many of his interviews like, with the Pat McAfee show and stuff when he hopped on every Tuesday. Because I was like, hey, this is an opportunity to see a side of Aaron Rodgers, just kind of be relaxed and not feel like he has to answer everything correctly to the media. And he was just like, you try so hard to take all the emotion and personality out of it and just give an answer – because you don't want them to take anything and run with it. And he's like, it happens anyways. And so it's just one of those deals where it's like, well then I'm just gonna kinda answer this however I want to, because it doesn't really matter what I say. And the whole comment with like not having a first round receiver, I believe that was the question they asked him, it was like, you know, what are you guys wanting in round one? And he was like, You know, I mean it would be pretty interesting if we did get a playmaker here in round one, you know, since I've been here as a quarterback for the Packers, they've never drafted a receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then everyone was like, Well, you got frickin' Devontae Adams. you got all these other playmakers. And he was like and it was like, Well, he never said that he didn't have that. It was just like we've never taken this receiver round one. Someone asked me what I would be interested in. There's some receivers in this class that would be cool. Here we are. What draft
0: class was that?
1: Um I think it was the Justin Jefferson. Oh, it was when C. they D. took Jordan Love.
0: Duh. Yeah. Uh, so was that like the twenty twenty draft?
1: Yep. Yep. You know, like, I, I, imagine if the Packers got, like, Justin Jefferson or CeeDee Lamb in that class. It would be like, holy cow. Now, granted, they got, you know, they were drafted beforehand, but it was the Packers that traded up in the first round, too, to get Jordan Love, and it was like, wow, what a slap in the face
0: that almost got to feel like. Mm-hmm. Even in the second round, you had guys like T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr. They were drafted one, two. Uh, right up there. LaVisca, Shaynault. Cole Komet, a tight end. Yep. Um, I don't I, I don't give Rodgers credit for that, but also I don't like him. Yeah. And I, I do think it's stupid. Like, oh, we need another playmaker. Uh, I, did he crap on the A.J. Dillon draft pick? I don't remember.
1: Uh, I don't remember. I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: But it's it's tough to hear a guy play <laughs> and go against like, um, oh, I wish the organization would do this. When you have one of the best offenses in football. Yep. Like, great running backs, great offensive line, great receivers. Uh, I, like, if Patrick Mahomes, maybe we wouldn't do this, but even if he came out and was like, hey, wish the Chiefs to take a receiver in round one, like, want this. Last year, people would have been like, is Tyreek not enough? You have Travis Kelsey. Like, exactly. How are you yeah. not happy with this offense? So I think it's fair criticism of Aaron Rodgers. to be. Like, Look at your offense, and you're complaining. Right now, you've got like the Texans out there that have absolutely no one on their roster, um, and you're complaining that you don't have pieces there. But the Packers did also extend yesterday uh, LaFleur and Mm Gudekunst, which I think that's a great move. Yep. Kind of almost a little bit surprising.
1: And I mean, that was something that we talked about too um, when we first started. I believe it was just mic'd up in general was. You know, we say when we look at the package, I was like, why in the world do you take a quarterback in round one here? You know, when you still have Rodgers at your quarterback, why wouldn't you take a playmaker? Then why did you take a running back in round two? And why would you take like a fullback or tight end in round three? And it was just like, what in the world is this draft class doing? And I believe it was you and I that we really kind of just started to break it down and look at it. And it was like, you know, the GM has just kind of got here and is looking at maybe the future of the team. You're looking at Aaron Rodgers, who is older and he's been kind of battling, some, having some naggy injuries kind of be there and be present. He's getting kind of towards the end of his career. His contract's coming up as well. Do we think he can be the guy of the future? We would love him to be, but, you know, let's just kind of be honest with this. It's my job to build this team and make sure we're ready to go mm-hmm. week in and week out. We ought to start looking towards the future. And then even with A.J. Dillon, it was, yes, we have a great running back here as well, but it's like, well, we want to be able to you know, ground and pound later in the playoffs. You know, we, we want to be able to have that type of threat where we can run the ball effect, effectively and efficiently And here we go. And then even when they took Jordan Love, like this is just towards the future. It's panned out perfectly for them because it just pissed Aaron Rodgers off, and he's gone back to back MVPs. Let's say he gets hurt though, or something happens, or he moves on with the contract. It's like, well, at least we have this kid here, and we didn't miss out on it. You don't have to have a, you know, you don't. Hopefully, don't have to have a year where you only win two or three to four games, and then you get the the number one pick in the draft, and you hope you nail that. This was like, hey, we got Jordan Love. We can at least develop, give him a couple years behind Rodgers. And so my whole point of this is, he's actually kind of played this well. The GM of the Packers, he's gone through a lot of scrutiny with Aaron Rodgers and taking Jordan Love in round one. But at the same time, it's all worked out perfectly for him. I do. They think haven't got the Super Bowl yet,
0: but that dang. if Rodgers plays for like one more year, retires, and then Jordan Love comes in and just absolutely balls out.
1: That's just and Gutierrez would be, be hilarious.
0: like, boom, there we go. Mm-hmm. And even with the A.J. Dillon stuff, I, I didn't hate on the A.J. Dillon pick too much. It was a little bit confusing. But even at the time, the justification for it was like, we don't know if we're going to be able to bring back Aaron Jones. Yeah. And we might not just be able to pay this guy. So we have to have somebody in this system. We want to run the football a lot. Yep. That's working out. A.J. Dillon's looking very, very good. Yeah. People it, fear him. Could, he could be up for like a, a breakout season. Now, like some of the tight ends and stuff that they drafted – In that class, maybe not panning out the way that you thought, but in the defense of the Green Bay Packers, a lot of people have that. Yeah. You know, where you've drafted a guy and you think he's going to be a piece and then he's a bust. That's all 32 teams suffer from that one, but the Green Bay Packers have been very good so far. A lot of people put in the chat, too, um, the McCarthy era. Yes. Holding Rodgers back. Uh, I do agree with that one, and I think we're seeing it again in Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's tough. For that offense to not be better than it was over the last two years is is almost embarrassing. Especially last year when you had Cooper, you had CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Zeke, Tony Pollard, Dak, the offensive You have everything. You check all the boxes. It's like, hey, do you have three really good receivers? Yes, you do. Well, do you have a tight end to go with it? Uh Uh-huh, we do. We have that. Do you have a, a running back? I actually got two of them. Okay, what about your offensive line? One of the best guards in the league. (laughs) Yeah, we're set everywhere, and they still, like, they should have been putting up, like, 35 points a game. Yeah, I mean, really. But they weren't, and they haven't. Uh, Just wait until next year when Sean Payton's running that offense. They will be. Super Bowl? Super Bowl or bust? I also, I would like to see that. I would like to see the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. I'm right there with Jerry Jones. I want to see him win one more.
1: Jerry John's like, man, I hope they do because I'm tired of putting salt on this, you know, McGriddle from or whatever it was from McDonald's because I'm about to die.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: And it was on hard knocks. He orders food from McDonald's and he takes a salt shaker and just dumps like just stupid amount of salt on it. It was like, Jerry, like that's already got salt on it, my guy. It's
0: pre salted. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: that's <laughs> enough they sodium. You do a
0: pretty good job. Yeah. You know there's a McDonald's hack of if you go and you order your fries. Ask it for uh, no salt,
1: and you get fresh fries. And because, you get fresh fries, yeah. And
0: then you ask for salt to go with it, and you just salt them yourself, and you get fresh McDonald's fries. You know, or
1: you can just straight up request. I would like fresh fries, and they have to do that.
0: They have to. Yes, they're required by law. Customer's always right. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't. I don't know that they have to, but um. They if, might. You,
1: if you go through the drive-through and you say, "Hey, I would like fresh fries." They're going to put in a fresh batch of fries for you, and you're going to hold up the line.
0: <laughs> and they're going to spit on them.
1: <laughs> they Which might. is
0: probably not a real thing.
1: Or is it? To spit? Uh, on uh, food? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I've never done it. I'd hope not. I've been in the service industry for a while. Mm-hmm. Was all through school. Never once thought about spitting on You don't have
0: food. any tell-the-truth days on, like, I saw some stuff?
1: No, nope, but I will tell you there's a couple managers out there that aren't scared to maybe grab a little fry here or there off your plate before they send it out to your table. That, that part doesn't really bother me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me either. And uh, a lot of the managers didn't like it when some of the employees would also do the same thing. They'd be like, stop eating the freaking customer's food. Well, hey, asshole, I just saw you <laughs> eat fucking four of them a little bit ago. I can get one. I haven't eaten today. And
0: you're a dick. Tell the truth, Tuesday. So that's what's like being a server in college with a <laughs> shitty right. manager. Uh, back to football. How about this news? Justin Ross, yesterday, uh, it was announced that he had a foot surgery to correct a previous surgery. He has been placed on the IR for the season, will not play this year. He's been an incredibly popular name, and I get it. He was a star at Clemson. I have never seen an undrafted free agent get so much media attention. Like, not even just the Twitter people. Like, media attention. This was big news yesterday.
1: It was, and and I know we talked about it off air. It was just like, why? Like, why is it such a huge deal that like, Justin Ross is not playing? He was an undrafted free agent. Yes, he went to Coming the Chiefs. Coming
0: off of massive injuries.
1: And we oh. saw, like, the mini camp, and I think that's wise because we saw the mini camp highlights of the Chiefs posting, you know, him, like, with the one handed reception, and Mahomes kind of quote tweets, and it was like, and the guy acted like it was nothing new. And I do think there is some promise there, as does everybody else, if, and this is a big if, he can stay healthy. Mm hmm. And if he can, it's like, here we go. This is awesome. Chiefs got a steal right here after the draft. But the fact that you had surgery in what, November or December, you go through this entire training process, you get drafted, you go to minicamp, and then it's like, actually, let's go ahead and just clean this back up and fix it. What happened the first time? Mm -hmm. You almost need to go to that doctor or that surgeon and be like, hey, I want my money back yeah and screwed and me over.
0: The injuries have just been a huge thing. Again, like this foot injury. Now he's had two surgeries within a you know, six, seven-month period, and we haven't even addressed like the neck problems. That yeah,
1: had. and it, they seem to say that he's fine with that, which is comforting to hear, but at the same time it's still scary
0: because when thought your foot surgery was fine, and it clearly wasn't. Well, it, this could be another one of those situations too where you look at it and it's like, hey, why'd this guy fall in the draft so far? The foot injury could have been a big issue, too, of where you have these teams bring in their doctors and be like, no, that foot's not good. He's going to need another surgery. Mm-hmm. Do not draft him. It's the foot you, that you have to worry about, not the neck. Yeah. Or, you know, other teams will say, like, yeah, the foot's probably okay, not a big deal, but that neck is just it's too bad. Don't draft yeah. him. But where you'll have a lot of other teams, too, that are, it's the foot and the neck. Stay away from him. Yeah. Don't sign him. And, it, like, he wasn't even like a priority free agent. No, It was like three days later, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess we'll bring in Justin Ross. Which, uh, rooting for him, I, I really liked him coming out of Clemson. You never want to see a, a player lose a career to injury. But it, it is almost unfair the amount that he's being talked about. Like There's a lot of pressure and a lot of hype to live up to, uh, which does suck for him. And it, it's wild to me that so many people that are Chiefs fans and reporters are talking about every other receiver except for Sky Moore. Like it really, it baffles me.
1: Yeah. Before we get into Sky Moore real quick, I want to, uh, because Bryce mentioned in the chat, like John Mechie has cancer. Thoughts and prayers to him, because man, that sucks. Cancer sucks, yeah. we all know that. But like to get, you know, play through Alabama, get drafted, and it's like, hey man, you have cancer. Mm-hmm. That's it, just wanted to bring note to it. We hadn't talked about it yet, but we're going to talk about Justin Ross, a player who wasn't drafted, after another foot surgery and the tension he's getting, I want to mm-hmm. at least give John Mechie some, Attention
0: as well. I know Matt. You put out a statement. It's like I'm not playing football this year, but hopefully uh, next year, going forward, you've seen it with players before. Eric Berry uh, had a similar situation. So uh, obviously, hopefully, he does continue to improve. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, back to the Chiefs, what Sky Moore can do. I I've been wrong before. I think he's this like star that people need to be paying attention to.
1: I've started to kind of get that gut feeling on it. And the reason is is because in what I realized last this past draft, too, is like every time the Chiefs draft a player that I'm not really a fan of, it works <laughs> out. No, I was going to well. say,
0: you hated this pick.
1: And, I, and that's why I'm coming around and have like this little gut feeling is because like I shit, I shitted on it big time. Mm-hmm. Took a big old shat. And I was like, nope. Why? Absolutely not. And then you hear, you know, some of these other reports that are coming out of camp about him and, you know, how he makes things almost look effortless and how quickly he moves and, you know, seeing it in person is so much. Like, you appreciate his skill so much more than you do watching on game film. I was like, man. Like,
0: a lot of people are yeah, saying sky's the limit.
1: Yeah.
0: That's nuts. I just want more of it, too, you know? <laughs> I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Put that on a t-shirt, color it red, and that's a seller. <laughs> <laughs> that's a seller. <laughs> right? Uh, and then in the world of uh, college football, we had a couple things happen, too. Uh Malachi Nelson, is the the quarterback recruit who was committed to Oklahoma and then went and recommitted to USC when Lincoln Riley left. Um, He has now taken over as the new QB1 for the 2023 recruiting class, which, again, I don't follow high school recruiting. I'm not scouting any of these players. Um, That's pretty impressive that he's passed Arch Manning. But also, I've seen so many reports that this is going to be the best quarterback class ever. Yes, and
1: it—the same time of seeing that—it's like, how in the world can we predict this? Oh, now, it's there is such a
0: crapshoot. Of just, you have no idea. Yeah, and even reading this morning about like, okay, why did he surpass Arch Manning? Um, and it was like level. That's of my question. How in the world play uh, production and stuff like that? It what's wild, honestly. And I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, Arch Manning's up there because of his last name. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of these recruiting places or ESPN is like, oh, better put Arch number one. Got to keep Peyton and Eli happy. Yep. Um, I do remember though when Malachi Nelson was the number one quarterback, like not that long ago. Like this is a snip, snap, snip, snap situation. Gotcha. To where now he's kind of regained this number one, or um, you know, comparing these guys even to like Quinn Ewers, he was very highly recruited, and higher rated also. Than Arch Manning. Yeah. Um, So uh, I guess it it is cool for him to see. Uh, I know a lot of people do have the opinion that Arch Manning is only that highly rated because of his last name. I don't think that's entirely true. I think your name can get you into the arena, it can get your name on the ESPN 300 list, but it's not going to get your name at the top unless you're really good. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's the only son of a famous quarterback. <laughs> That's true. You know, I mean, it, it happens all the time. Uh, I was trying to think of an example, but I just can't off the top of my head. Uh, maybe Arch Manning will suck. I, just, I have no idea. I would probably bet on him being more successful than unsuccessful just based on his name.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of it, too, is just uh, kind of turn on the tape. And I'm not going to say and act like I'm watching game tape of these high schoolers, but, you know, you see the highlight clips that get put out in some of the plays that they make, and you're like, damn. Like, there's clearly a difference level of talent here.
0: -hmm. With the way that you're torquing
1: your body to throw at a high school level, you know, whether it is Malachi Nelson or, you know, Arch Manning as well. It's just like,
0: good God. I've seen people saying, like, uh, he doesn't play, uh, like, he's playing JV level where guys like Malachi Nelson are playing, like, varsity level Mm -hmm. in California and stuff like that. Arch Manning went to the same high school as Odell Beckham. Yeah. And his dad (laughs) and his uncles. It's like, it it worked for OBJ. He he was. (laughs) It was pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy. It's <laughs> so, crazy how the,
1: if you can play, you know, you can play.
0: And there are there are so many fan bases that they are just they're butthurt that Arch didn't commit there. And like I'm sorry to the Alabama fans, uh, so many of them. I, I I have so many that follow me, and I follow them back too. I'm uh, just saying like, oh, we're good. We got this recruit already. Like we weren't even that in on Arch Manning. And at SEC media days they asked Kirby Smart about recruiting and how well Sark is doing at Texas. And he was like, oh, I I don't really know how he's doing. I think he's doing a pretty good job. But we've never went like head to head on a recruit before. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest recruit in like the last ten years. You were right there, like neck and neck with Texas on Arch Manning, and then we're just gonna pretend like you weren't? Like is that is that where we've went with this thing? Maybe it's just because like
1: you know, we were just I surprised everyone else that we were even up there, you know, on Archman, because we were really focused on the running back. This is
0: actually. like post draft stuff. It's like, oh. Of, of course, this guy we drafted in the third round. He was incredibly high on our board. Yeah. Like the Cowboys. Like, oh, yeah, we didn't even like Paxton Lynch. He was Dak Prescott all the way. Yeah. Loved him. Loved him very, very much.
1: True story comes out. I was like, I fucking guess we'll take Dak Prescott since we missed out on Paxton. Whatever. Yeah. Let's just Jerry take him. Jones in. is
0: in the corner crying when Paxton Lynch gets drafted. Putting but like, salt
1: on his McDonald's again.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Alabama also announced that they're going to create, they're going to partner with Fanatics and create a player store within Bryant-Denny Stadium. I can't believe that it took this long for it to happen. I bet
1: Texas is just like,
0: damn it. (laughs) Yeah, start building.
1: (laughs) Some of these other, yeah, Yeah. Oregon with Nike is like, hey, yeah, come on.
0: Let's Mm -hmm. go. Yeah, and this is first of a lot, of very, very many that will do it. But it is cool that they're going to put it in the stadium. They're going to sell like player jerseys, autographs, things like that, player merch. Um, I'm sure they'll have like T-shirts, stuff like that. And these players are going to make money off of it. And the fact you're doing it in the stadium is pretty incredible. Yeah, too. like a team store just devoted to the players. Th- the players, it's yep. they're gonna make a shitload of money off of it. Hell yeah, go off, boys. Yeah, at USC, you gotta be like, yeah, okay, we're doing that now too. Yep, <laughs> like everybody should be copycatting, calling fanatics and be like, yo, you wanna you wanna do this too? Like we've we've got some room.
1: Fanatics phones are just ringing off the hook. Like team store, team store, team store. <laughs> fanatics like, give me the money,
0: right? I I think it is really cool. It's it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. The team, the oh, the team, the school. I guess if that's what you want to call them, they're going to make so much money off of it, and I think the players are as yeah. well. Yeah, another great deal for you is at Club Six Hundred Nine right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri, home of the best happy hour in the world from two o'clock until eight o'clock every weekday, and that special eleven a.m. till eight p.m. happy hour on Saturdays as two for one drink specials, two for the price of one. Not half off, not one drink, two drinks brought to your table for the price of one drink, and also two dollar draft pours uh, for our beer fans out there. Again, that's Club Six Hundred Nine, right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri.
1: Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So that's why I went ahead and mentioned that website at Downtown Lube form. They are located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri. Great customer service. You're going to take great care of your car. And also it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. So make sure you get that done and taken care of right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri at downtown loop.
0: Uh, did you know that Jerry Jones puts extra salt on his McDonald's food? Yeah. I've said it twice today. I know. Oh, I like, what <laughs> jokes jokes are being made. Oh, I
1: got my ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha.
0: Uh, we have some tell the truth Tuesdays. Uh, a couple little, uh, listeners submitted ones again. Yeah. I, I enjoy this. I, I love when you guys do this and this is another, I don't know if maybe we should start saving these if it's going to catch on and it needs to be its own segment again. Uh, just the tip slash tell the truth. We Got might as another. well start rolling we it out listening. there. Uh, my friend is dating a new girl, but he doesn't know that her and I hooked up a few years ago, like six years ago. Do I tell him, is it worse to hear it from her Do I tell her not to tell? Send help. That's
1: tough. That's a yikes situation. And uh, you need to find a way to talk to her first without him having any fucking clue what's going on. Or the friend. Yeah, the friend. And be like, hey, we have to fucking – we either have to promise each other right here that Um, we never speak of this again and nothing ever happens. And any tension that may be building, zilch it. (laughs) Zero, not happening. Six years ago, forget about it. You either have that conversation with her or you sit there and you talk to her and you're like, hey, I'm uncomfortable. I don't really know how to go about this. We need to tell him, but I want to be the one to tell him because I can tell you right now, if she's the one that tells him, it's not going to be good because he is going to take her side and tell, he's going tell to be pissed
0: Tuesday. You. you seem pretty knowledgeable on the situation.
1: I just, I feel like if I had a friend who slept with one of my girlfriends, I would absolutely want to know.
0: When would you like for them to tell you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess right now would be nice. It's a hot, a good start. All right. Well, they can hop in the chat and let you know. Uh, this is a tough situation, and just tell the truth. Tuesday, uh, one of my best friends. Uh, we were Eskimo brothers, and it was one of those things where we knew, but it was never talked about, ever. And even if it like kind of got brought up or somebody maybe hinted around it before it was just like lie um, just lie do not even admit to any of it just lie and pretend it never happened because like we were friends when it happened and like he knew about it yeah but then when they started dating uh, down the road she was like no that that didn't happen like that's not true it's a rumor and in my brain it was like okay that's what we're gonna go with if you want to live like the rest of your life thinking like that, that didn't happen, I'll take one for the team. Like I don't need to brag about it or anything like that anymore. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we will say that it didn't happen. Yep. That's the story she wants to go with. I too will also roll with that. So like maybe that's a situation for the listener of like what what is she going to say? Is she going to be like, "Oh, no. Um we messed around a little bit. We never hooked up." Any you know, something like that. Roll with that. I I I don't I don't think you need to <laughs> I don't. I don't think you need to come out and be like, "Hey, by the way, we did." But that, like, honesty might be the best policy. If, like, we did hook up. Yeah, it's been a long time ago. Because if it's nothing to it,
1: if it's bothering you, it's not like that's just going to go away after a while. Yes. Like it's not like that feeling of like, "Oh man, I slept with my buddy's girlfriend at the moment." It's like, oh. like that. If it's going to eat at you, you just talk about it. And if he gets mad at you or whatnot, just give him some time to get over it. Because he'll come back around and be like, all right, it was a long time ago. There's clearly nothing here anymore. I didn't know. We'll move on.
0: Yeah. And again, I love that people go to the chat and and share their feelings on it too. Because I think sometimes we need two opinions on this. If it was like – if it was a one and done, if it was a random thing, if it wasn't very serious, you can probably just ignore it. It's it's not a big deal. If you dated this person for a while, like in my situation (laughs) – Maybe maybe it gets brought up playfully. Like, oh, yeah, it happened. Whatever, no big deal. That's a tough spot to be in, though. As a guy that has had a similar situation, it's rough. And the one that I'm currently going through with you and your situation, that's just, I don't know what to do.
1: That's awesome. I didn't know you were the one that she moved on to
0: so quickly. (laughs) Tell the truth, Tuesday. (laughs) It was not me. Uh, Okay, here's another one. (laughs) Similar. You guys were talking about Zach Wilson a while back, and it reminded me of my high school days. Hmm?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just now reading this one for the first time. Holy shit. This one, is, <laughs> Buckle up, fellas.
0: <laughs> one of my best friends had a hot mom, and we hooked up a few times. I never told anyone about it, though, because I was 16 or 17 when it happened. Not exactly legal. <laughs> I don't oh, wrong know. button. Hold on. There it, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, there it is. I don't know, man. I, I'm curious, though. He's just got that dog in him, man. You were hooking up with your friend's mom several times. Like I have friends from high school that I just don't talk to anymore. Like We were friends, and we were close in high school, but we just we grew apart, and we don't talk to each other anymore. I also have some friends from high school that are still my best friends. I need to know what that relationship's like. Like, is this somebody who's, like, still currently in your life as your friend? Or is this just, like, nah, we were friends in high school, hooked up with his mom a couple of times. And now oh we don't ever talk anymore. gosh,
1: this is incredible.
0: <laughs> like, I can't imagine maintaining that relationship to be, like, got to keep it going.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, graduation happens, you dap up, and you're like, yo – it's been fun. I will never see you again. <laughs> yeah. I've got secrets that I can't tell you. Oh
1: my gosh! Goodbye. I could not Let's say they are still friends, and he's like, "Hey man, gotta stop by the house. You know, say hi to my parents. Just come with me. It's been a while since I've seen it. They miss you." And it's like, "Oh, your parents miss me? Your mom? Does was it? Who hey, said? Was it your, your mom? mom? Was it your mom that said you missed me?"
0: Wait, and also, is it a divorce situation? Is mom single? Because there's some layers to
1: this. That- oh, I didn't even think of the yikes. I didn't even think of that. Big yikes. I just automatically assumed divorce. I did too. But what? Oh, if you're cheating wasn't? on your bud's dad?
0: That's where it's like, bro, That's you, you messed up. I know you were like 16. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have enough.
1: I take the applause back if she's married.
0: <laughs> if she I asked, take
1: back she the clapping. Did. I take back the dog comment. If she cheated on your da- <laughs> on her husband, which is your friend's dad... We got to be better, boys. We got to be better than that.
0: <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. And that one wasn't even a, like a just a tip. It was just like, I'm just going to get that. Just
1: filling out. it in. Hey, yeah. And not to get your secrets out, I totally get it. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> Which, this is the place for it. 100%.
1: If you feel like
0: you just got to get something off your chest. This is what we do here on Tuesdays. Uh, another Tell the Truth Tuesday. Again, <laughs> this one, not a just a tip. Tell the Truth Tuesday. I shit my pants over the – this is not mine. This is a listener. Yeah, I submitted. know. This is another uh, listener. I, someone also sent
1: this to me at the <laughs> beginning of the show. So if you, if you go back and listen to the show and I was just dying laughing at the beginning, it was because I read this on my Twitter DMs <laughs> and just couldn't contain it. And then I saw you had already been sent the same message. And uh-huh. I was just like, oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, and again, DMs are open for both yep. Big Country. And I check those much more regularly than we do the Mic'd Up account. Now, I shit my pants over the weekend, thought it was a fart. It wasn't. Tough day, tough day to be a part of the Hanes. Um,
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> tough day to be a pair of Hanes is hilarious
0: to i me. uh oh man, I've been there <laughs>
1: just the fact this just sounds like something my youngest brother would say who was like, oh, I thought it was a fart. it wasn't <laughs> talk about a tough day to be a pair of hanes
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's uh last time I pooped my pants not that long ago. oh <laughs> I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. It was in the year of our Lord, 2020, was the last time I put my pants. Yeah.
1: Man, I thought I was going to uh, a couple weeks ago. I upped uh, my intake of protein. Went to sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just go to, And you sit down, you stand up, it's like, oh, a little, you squeeze out a little fart, and I was like, oh, that was close. Didn't really trust it. So you know how? Luckily, so- I was at home, so I just went straight to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you're around people, uh, and maybe you fart, and they're like, oh, just like go to the bathroom if you have to do that. When you go to the bathroom to do that, which is something that I actually I don't do. It's like yeah. I might go to the other room. I might wait till you're not around. But I don't like go to the bathroom to fart.
1: Uh, noted too. Don't go to the front porch where now there's ring cameras, <laughs> the ring cameras and those can be to everyone.
0: Seen. <laughs> yeah. So when you like are supposed to go to the bathroom to fart, are you supposed to sit? Or are you just supposed to, like, walk in, close the door, and do it?
1: You know, here's another thing. This might be part of my thinking out loud Thursday. I had a while back about these bathroom doors at hotels that have, like, the sliding doors. Like, just put a normal fucking door on there or a door that's going to lock and shut. Because bathrooms are not quiet rooms. And, like, that's mm-hmm. the thing. You're, like, everyone poops. I get it. It it, every, it happens to everyone. Every, not everyone's a quiet pooper. Oh, I know. I work with a guy like, who's not. Yeah, and it's just like, come on. <laughs>
0: while we're on the subject of bathrooms uh again i i don't like to get political but it's weird that this is like a political stance of like trans people using certain bathrooms our culture and society and the way that we use bathrooms is so dumb it's one of the dumbest things that i've ever experienced in my life for our fellows that listen i think you probably understand for our ladies maybe you don't but when you go into a men's bathroom and there's just urinals there, with like no door, no privacy, yeah. that's so weird. Or even uh, like the high school that we grew up at, for some odd reasons, they had like walls for the toilets, no doors. Yeah. What? Every bathroom should be a one-person bathroom. To where you can just go in, lock the door, do your business.
1: One thing that I noticed uh, in Vegas when I went in February is like, you go to a bathroom and they have like floor to ceiling stalls and then a giant door. And it's like, just go in there and take care of your business. Why is that not just regulated everywhere? Mm -hmm. Like, why do we have stalls where it's just like, (laughs) oh, someone can peek over the top or, you know, sneak underneath it? And you got these freaking kids that are like, oh, what are you doing in there? And it's like, fucking get away, Johnny. I'm trying
0: to poop. I've heard people say before. In this area, like, if they go to gender-neutral bathrooms, I'll pull my kids out of school. I'm like, the gender part of the bathrooms is the, like, most normal thing that we do.
1: Like, and to be like, girls' restrooms are so much nicer. Yeah. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, well, it's because girls. No, it's because you just think guys are absolute slobs and just don't freaking, like, fuck it, just a urinal. <laughs> urinal in the toilet. They don't care. They left like shit with the door open anyways, man. Who cares uh-huh. if anyone sees them? Sorry, I don't want someone to walk in while I'm taking a deuce here.
0: Yeah, how have we not progressed I already don't like
1: doing this when I'm not at home. You think I'm just happy that someone now sees yeah. what my shoes look like? And when I walk Thanks out, they're going to go, that half was of the guy. Wall. That's the guy don't that was in the door. Yes.
0: <laughs> That's not necessary for what I'm about to do uh, <laughs> at all. So, yeah, bathrooms are weird. Poop in your pants. Um, uh, more people poop your, their pants than is talked about. <laughs> uh,
1: my youngest brother, My I keep saying youngest, just my younger brother.
0: I was going to say, you have one brother. I know. You don't have to preface it with the younger.
1: Well, it's it's usually because I talk about my youngest sister because I have two sisters and a brother. But it's just like with my brother. Man, he'll just send me a Snapchat through the day, and he's a welder uh, for like a grain bin company, so they usually put like the towers and stuff up. And he'll send me a message like, oh, you know, 117 feet up, got a shit. Hope it dries up by the time it hits the ground. And you're just (laughs) like, what? He doesn't really do it, but it's just like, man – that's like that's just a tough spot to be in. You're that high up in the air. And it's like, I have to go poop. There's not an elevator up there. You're taking those stairs down that you just built. Hope you built them right.
0: <laughs> I got another tell the truth Tuesday. First time dumping around my girlfriend taco Tuesday betrayed me. Super greasy tacos <laughs> made my tum tum go to the upside down realm. I had no choice to just utterly devastate her bathroom. Uh, for me to walk out and her to roast me for 15 minutes when I knew she was the one. That's when I knew she was the one. That's the first time you have to poop around a significant other. That's rough. Yeah, it is. I, I was dating someone, and she lived in a different town, so I was like there to spend time with her for the weekend or whatever. And it's like, I have to. Like We went out with some of her friends. We've been drinking. It's like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm not about to do it in this apartment, though. So we went uh, to like, had to make like a Walmart run. And I was like, this is my opportunity. This is when I'm going to do it. So I had to use the bathroom in a Walmart. And and then afterwards, like, my stomach had just been killing me. So it took a while. And afterwards, like, I found her in Walmart and she was like, "Uh, took you a little while there, didn't it? And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, trying to find you and I couldn't. She's like, I've been in the same aisle whole time oh yeah (laughs) it's like oh yeah it's like i thought you moved i thought you went somewhere (laughs) where else is i definitely just peed i didn't (laughs) and that's talking bathrooms uh with uh, (laughs) mellow and big country our tell the truth to tell the truth tuesdays i'm low-key rooting for the blue jays to make the world series we talked about our royals Mm -hmm. and how 10 players couldn't make the trip because of vaccination status now it's affecting the st louis cardinals where they're without nolan arenado and paul goldschmidt i just not even for like the anti-vaccine pro vaccine stuff i just think it would be funny what do you mean for some team in the nl to be like oh no we have to travel to toronto we don't have like oh wow okay they we don't have our MVP first baseman. <laughs> what are we going to do? We have I, to win <laughs> our games at home. <laughs> I, I think it would just be comical and like the amount of stress and content that would come out of it of like the Dodgers make the World Series. Sorry, Jake. And it's like Clayton Kershaw can't pitch though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he can't make the trip. You'd have to really strategize too and be like, all right, well, just, I don't know what Kershaw's status is. He might mm-hmm. be vaxxed. But even that of like, oh, shit, we're going to have, we have to pitch him game two yeah. back in L.A. The strategy that would really come into play. I think it would be funny, and I, I think I'm kind of rooting for the Blue Jays. The
1: MLB, there's probably some people in the MLB that are like, we're going to be talked about a lot. Let's make sure it happens.
0: Or even like, it's, it's looking like the Blue Jays are going to make the playoffs. If they make a little bit of a run even, and even the Yankees, I, I think it might be, is Aaron Judge that's not vaxxed? Like, can you yeah. imagine being the Yankees and being like, oh, no. We don't have Judge. <laughs> what are we going to do? I mean, hopefully by that point, maybe
1: at the end of the season, you kind of go to these players. I don't know. Like, I guess if they've already said they're not going to get it, you can't just force them to get it.
0: Right. They're, they're already pretty firm on what they're doing. But like, tell the truth, I'm kind of rooting for the Blue Jays.
1: Will the MLB tell Toronto? Like, we'll tell the Blue Jays? Can't. like can't.
0: It's an entire country.
1: <laughs> no, I meant like, will the MLB tell the Blue Jays? Like, hey, like we're just going to play this
0: at a neutral site.
1: We can't. We can't you know, honestly, I
0: wouldn't be surprised. If they're like, hey, we get it, what you're doing here, but play your games back in what was like Buffalo. Yeah. Or like your home game is now the Mets stadium.
1: And that would just suck so much. Mm -hmm.
0: All those Toronto fans. Yeah. Be like, I've got to travel to New York for the World Series.
1: Or you don't even get to go. Like that's the other thing too. Like Mm -hmm. Toronto, the city doesn't get the...
0: Oh, yeah, get like all those at businesses suffered. Yeah, stuff like that. Because even like before, when they were like, we'll play our home games in Buffalo. You're not doing that with the World Series. You're not playing the World Series at a Triple A park. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it would be such a disadvantage to the Blue Jays of like, hey, you don't get to play your, you don't get that true home field advantage, which is so important in the postseason. So I guess I'm also just kind of rooting for the chaos of like, let's see what happens it happens when your hand is is forced and what major league baseball what the blue jays do and everyone like that so that's my tell the truth tuesday
1: yeah for me mine is sorry i was catching up with the chat here because i didn't realize jake was just throwing out tons of tell the truth and when you read that other one i didn't realize that was from jake as well in the chat ooh well, he already put it in the chat, so it's not like I can keep anonymous. I, <laughs> no, like,
0: I mean, you added him on yeah, the pod, but yeah. Hey, my bad, dog.
1: <laughs> but my the Tell chat. the Truth Tuesday is the fact that I started a new show this weekend called The Boys. I've had several people recommend it. like, hey, this is a great show. You need to watch it. You'll like it. And I was like, eh, like, I don't know. It's like a superhero type of movie. I've you know, heard it's kind of like gory and stuff. Not sure I'd really be interested in it. And my buddy was like, hey, it's like – a show that would be based around superheroes if they were alive in like today's world with social media and everything going on i was like all right like i'll check it out first two episodes in, i'm like wow this show's good i haven't watched it yet i have heard that it is really good i just it is very gory i will also say that
0: it is there are some scenes where you're like,
1: ah, man, I feel like that was a little bit i heard about the
0: one scene where the guy shrinks down. But is there is there more than that, or is that the scene? That oh, yeah, like that? there's several like people just blowing up. Okay, so there's yeah. more than that. More I, like I've bodies just explode,
1: and you're just like, you don't expect it at all. And you're like, oh, uh-huh.
0: shit. Yeah. Here's the the part of my life, father of two. It's, I I'm worried to watch that because, like, yes, there's the kid accounts that are set up on, like, netflix amazon Mm -hmm. stuff like that my kids aren't always watching the kids content page oh yeah and i don't want them to be like oh catch up where you previously watched the boys Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's like oh i should monitor that or even they like my that's a good point my daughters have their own laptop and the other day my oldest daughter's like hey can i like kind of play around on the laptop this and stuff she loves building like google slides like powerpoints stuff like that that's cool. she's a nerd. And she likes spreadsheets, gives it for me. What are you going to do? But I was just sitting over there, like, I'm not monitoring what she's looking at at all. I'm not going in, I'm not checking her search history. I'm not sitting next to her being like, hey, let's make sure the video you're watching is appropriate. And it was like, I should probably do a better job at that. Because <laughs> she's nine, almost 10. It's like, yeah. I'm getting to the point to where I should probably keep a little better track. <laughs> Make sure the Netflix shows that they're watching are from the kids part or like yeah. at least PG-13. Or like if it's rated R, is it like just because they say the F word a lot? Like because that I, yeah. I don't care about.
1: So is that nerve-wracking then as a parent? Like are you in that stage where it's like, oh, man.
0: Uh, it's like two weeks ago. They're starting to get into more adult humor. Obviously, like they have went through like an Adam Sandler phase and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, "Oh, we should watch Bridesmaids. Like, you're gonna love Bridesmaids. (laughs) Like, you should watch that." And then I watched the opening scene of Bridesmaids, and I was like, "Holy hell! You absolutely cannot. You cannot." Were they with you watching it, or did you watch it? No, I did that one by myself. I was a good parent on that one. (laughs) However, uh, I was like, "Mean Girls. You should be able to watch Mean Girls. That should be fine." We got about 15 minutes into Mean Girls, and I'm like. You're not ready for that one yet either. <laughs> like, let's turn this off. Let's watch something different. SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. So, right now, we're in a weird era of like, you're ready for some adult humor, but not all the adult humor. Yeah. They can handle just about every word, but it's like, wait, what's that word mean? And then I'm like, I have to explain it. <laughs> and it becomes awkward. That would be tough. It is. Parenting's hard. That's what they say. The, like the parenting trick, just pay attention. <laughs> That's what I failed to do with the laptop and the, the movies. <laughs> like, everybody's like, oh, what advice do you have to be Just pay attention Yeah. what they're doing. Most of it's common sense. Like, right, I'm paying attention, and my kid is playing in the street. I'm going to tell them not to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. There's a car coming. Do they see the car? Does the yeah. car see them?
0: They've drank seven Mountain Dews today. Like, I'm going to tell them not to do that because I've been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that hard no more yeah alright I think that's it for us today appreciate you guys joining us uh, contributing to the Tell the Truth Tuesdays tomorrow uh, would you rather Wednesday don't be afraid to drop those tweet them at us put them in the DMs whatever you need to do love it when you guys are involved appreciate all the new listeners uh, as well whether it is Apple, Spotify wherever you get your podcast we appreciate you joining us we'll be back at it tomorrow same time same channel right here at 10am we'll talk to you then